What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the Radio C Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. Welcome to another episode. So today, I want to start with the video game called Outlast. I have to say, man, this franchise is just so scary. It's one of the best ones in horror video games, to be honest. Because... On this franchise, you don't really get to shoot or even kill the enemy. The only thing you are allowed to do is run away from the actual monster or ghost or whatever. That's what makes this franchise so scary. Well, I don't know if I can actually say that it's a franchise. Because there's just only two video games out for that franchise. But I don't know. Maybe it's a franchise, maybe not. Outlast 3 hasn't came out yet. But it will be coming soon. Maybe this year, but I don't really know. I'm not really sure when it's going to come out. But once it's out, man, I'm going to get it. The first one it takes place in an asylum. I don't remember the character's name, but I remember that he's like a a journalist or something. And he's just trying to discover what's happening on that place. But I think this place, he did not know that this place was haunted. Or maybe he did, but he just wanted to get the scoop. Like something that nobody else hasn't gotten yet. And that's what he did. He sneaked in into the asylum and my oh my he just made the wrong choice to go to this place he actually got his finger cut off and like he was bleeding a lot there was like a a doctor on that game that was experimenting on the prisoners in there and they oh man for its time, I think it came out around 2010 or 2011, uh, this video game, the first one. For its time, man, it, it was so good. You know, the, the crazy part is I've actually started playing this video game around, I think, early 2020. I think that's when I started playing this video game for the very first time. I know it took me a very long time to actually play the whole game. I believe the first one for outlast i think that's the best one the second one it takes place in the village but like as for me i enjoyed the setting on the first game more than the second one you know there were a few uh i'll say flashbacks like in the second video game that takes place like in the school if the game was in the school man Damn, this would have been an awesome game. I mean, not that I'm saying that the second one is good or not. It is good. But, like, I have to say, man, if the whole game took place in the school, then this would have been the greatest horror game probably of all time. And I'm not just saying that just because it was... A scary game but like the village setting 
I don't know. It feels like you can just go anywhere in the village and you don't feel like crammed in or trapped. And when you were in the asylum, you were trapped and you had to find a way to hide from the prisoners that are trying to kill you. That's what made this franchise so badass. Just hiding away from them and not killing them. You only had that option. The only option you had, like I said, it was just to run or hide from them. This was a really interesting franchise. And I still, to this day, have to say it's one of the best ones that I have played so far. I believe the third one is going to take place in a hospital. I don't know, maybe in another asylum. I'm not really sure, but... I'm thinking they're going to make make it multiplayer, but I don't know how they're going to do it like that. But it's been in the works for a few years now. I think the when we actually got the trailer, I think it was on the year 2021, I believe, or in 2020. Not really sure, but I was amazed. Uh, I was amazed at how the trailer looked. So I'm waiting for that, man. Hopefully it turns out good. And you know the on the second video game on Outlast, it's kind of the same deal. Like you have a a camera they can use as a night vision. And that's like the only tool that you have. You can just record what you're seeing. And like on the very dark places in the game, you have to use the night vision. That That goes for the first game as well. If you guys have never played Outlast. That's how it is. You can just only run away from the enemy and just use night vision. Like in the darkness, you'll be able to see the enemy. And then you can just run away from them. Yeah, I remember playing that for the very first time. It was scary, man. I was playing it in my PlayStation 5. I bought it on the PlayStation Store because I'm not really sure if they still sell the outlast the the original one by itself but since both of them were on sale at the time i actually did get both i believe no i don't think so never mind i actually got outlast first it wasn't with a bundle with outlast 2 and the dlc pack it was separated when i bought it i played the first one it was great damn still one of the best horror games i have played by far and maybe the second one i give that one probably an 8 out of 10 the first one is a 10 out of 10 completely a 10 out of 10 for that one but like like i said before the setting if it just took place in the school man damn this would have been one of the greatest games <laughs> but yeah the it is what it is, man. Maybe another company will make a horror game that takes place in a school in the middle of the night. Damn. Now that would be crazy. That was like my favorite parts of the whole game. The school scenes. That was the best parts in my opinion. So now let's just switch gears to Winnie the Pooh. I'm not speaking about Winnie the Pooh, the disney character i'm speaking about the horror movie the low budget horror movie that came out 
uh, I think a few months back. It came out, I think, in January, I, I believe, or February. But this movie had a budget of $100,000. I know this today, to <laughs> that's a low budget. I have to say that this movie, it wasn't good. Say straight up, I thought it was going to be better. I think this movie, they could have done it way better if they have added more angles to their camera shots. Don't get me wrong, they were actually good uh, camera shots they had for the movie. But like, I have to say probably it might have been a color grading for the movie. Maybe it was the type of camera that they were using, but I just did not like the color grading for the movie. It was like dark yellowish, and it didn't look right for the movie. But like, I do enjoy the kills, how Winnie the Pooh and also his friend Piglet, I believe, how they murdered the teenagers. Then the best kill, I'll go, I'm going to get into spoilers for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, guys. So, be warned. Like, the part where Winnie the Pooh was driving to kill the, the girl that was on the rail with the car. Ooh, that was a very gruesome scene. And probably, it might have been the best kill of the whole movie. But it was good, man. I, I like the color grading on that scene. Like how the the light was flashing into Winnie the Pooh and Piglet as well. L like I said, there were a few shots that were good. But like the whole color grading throughout the movie, it just wasn't. They could have done it way better. And I actually did enjoy how Winnie the Pooh can actually um, control the bees. I didn't really remember much of Winnie the Pooh growing up but i don't think he was able to do that on the disney channel uh show i believe but in this movie he's able to control the all the bees that are surrounding the honey we were able to see that when he was fighting all these uh four guys that they were going to beat him up there was two of them that ran away from him and then he just called them out just like that <laughs> which was cool man it was awesome and they added that thing it's like i believe Candyman in a way you know if you recognize the Candyman character he's able to control the bees as well so that was cool that they were able to do that for winnie the pooh will i watch this movie again um probably not maybe not but like i have to give it to them man i have to give it to the creators who made this movie they actually made more of what the budget was for this movie i think they have made over two million dollars or a million dollars for this movie which was good man because it would have sucked if they didn't earn their money back a hundred dollars being put on a project and you don't get a profit from that that was really suck 
But the good thing is that this movie did so well. Probably is because it got a lot of hype on the social medias. Mostly like on Twitter. Twitter is like the main one, man. Twitter is like the platform that we always get all the information from. And like since people were really talking about it, they really want to see this movie. And it was good that they actually succeeded on making a profit for their movie. I actually saw like maybe some rumors or something that they're they're going to try to make a Peter Pan horror movie. Peter Pan. (laughs) Man, they're going to try to make every single character that we like growing up into like a horror. Like I said, Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh. There's a lot. There's a lot of other um, Disney characters and other franchises as well. Like the Grinch as well. (laughs) They have made a, a horror movie. To this day, I still haven't seen that movie yet. So, I don't know how good or, or bad that Grinch movie is. But for Winnie the Pooh, it wasn't it wasn't that great. But there were a few parts that were actually good. It wasn't all bad. I give this movie a 5 out of 10. I'm half-half on this movie. It wasn't the best, nor it wasn't the worst. And I've seen worse movies than that, okay? <laughs> you know, they actually try to compare this movie to Terrifier, the original one. Because supposedly Terrifier actually had a budget of around $35,000 when they made that movie. And if you checked it on Google to see how much they made... They didn't make that much because they only really just put it out on Russia. I don't know why it says that it just only was in Russia. Which was strange because that movie, I believe, in my opinion, it was better than Winnie the Pooh. Because of color grading and also the sound effects they used for that movie. It just works so well with the character. They knew that they were making a low-budget movie, and they had to fix the color grading. They made it look like an 80s uh, horror slasher, to be honest. This was cool because I would say that if Art the Clown actually came out in the 80s as a movie, like the Terrifier movie, people would still be talking about him. Like throughout all years, to be honest, this was an awesome addition to the slasher genre. Art the Clown was a great addition. He's a very silent character, and he only really just speaks with his emotions. And he just, if you just look at him, yeah, he's just a very scary guy. He doesn't speak at all, and like, the only thing that he does is just slash you. And he always carries like a trash bag. But on that trash bag, he has all those tools that he uses to murder his victims. 
on that movie, he just went on a rampage, man. He just went on a rampage and just tried to kill anybody that he can, man. Which was insane. <laughs> insane. The first one, I believe it was good. It's the best one out of the two. Terrified 2 is way bloodier, man. It's way bloodier than the original one. Oh, man, that... That scene that came out on the second one when he murdered that girl in the bedroom. If you guys know, <laughs> you know what, what I'm speaking of. That scene was just so gruesome. It's just crazy, man. Crazy how he can just murder somebody like that. Yeah, it was just an insane scene. And last year, I mentioned that this movie... Terrifier 2, because it came out in 2022, I put it as my top three horror movies for that year. It was a good movie. But, man, such a gruesome movie if you want to watch that movie. Yeah, man. Terrifier is one hell of a movie. But Terrified 2 is a whole different level of craziness. Now, I want to speak to you about the movie Fall. I'm not speaking about the season Fall, but I'm speaking about you just falling, falling, like falling down. There's this movie that came out last year, and I didn't even know that it came out last year until I saw some buddy speaking about it on youtube since they were recommending me this movie i actually did watch it and man dude i was i was at the edge of my seat watching this movie since i am afraid of heights after watching this movie man i was like oh i was just so relieved that it was done it's about these two adult girls. They're going to go climb one of the biggest, um, I want to say buildings, but it's one of the biggest places they have ever seen. It's even taller than the Eiffel Tower. And the reason why they're doing this is because this is not really spoilers, but this is just like the overall summary of the movie. Like, the main character's boyfriend, he died in the first, like, three minutes of the movie. He died when they were climbing, like, a mountain. And he did not make it, right? And, like, the girl has been having trouble getting over his death. And it's been almost a whole year. Like, that fast forward, like, 51 uh, weeks later. Almost a whole year since the incident happened. And still she couldn't get over the fact that he was gone. Like even her father tried to help her out. But like she didn't want any help from him. And by the way, the father I'm mentioning, the, the actor, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's the guy who plays Negan in The Walking Dead. And also the father of... Sam and Dean in Supernatural. If you guys do not know that. 
and also her other friend she's a like a youtuber she does vlogs but like her main thing is that she climbs stuff as well and the thing is the main character she did not want to go to that place because she was afraid she did not want to get over the fact that her boyfriend was gone and so the only way that she can get over him was to actually go at the top of the place that they were climbing and the only way that she can get over him it was just to spread his ashes uh, at the top of the place that they were going to climb so that was their mission and man when once they started climbing the the thing you just out of nowhere just started breaking like it kind of did remind me of final destination in a way like all the, the screws how they placed it on there like it was just coming off while they kept climbing even more up it was just oh man it, it felt so nervous for them like were they actually gonna make it out from here or not but damn man I won't go to any more spoilers for this movie, but damn, it is worth the watch for that one. And it had a good message as well. And I did enjoy how the overall message was for this movie. They did a really good job making this movie. And I saw that one of the actresses, she did post it. Her last post was about a year ago when the movie came out. She posted that they were filming this movie since 2020. In 2020, that's when everybody was in lockdown. And they were filming this movie while COVID was happening. But damn, man, this movie was good. Maybe I'm going to put it on the list for my favorite horror movies of 2023. Even though this movie came out last year. But still, man, it's worth the watch. Anyways, guys, I think that is it for this podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening to me, man. I've been creating over 16 episodes. I think this is number 16 already. I've been going at it every week. Every Tuesday, I've been posting at least one episode for you to hear. So thank you so much for listening. If you did made it this far, if you did enjoy the podcast, make sure to make sure to follow it on where is you're listening to it. Like if you're listening to it on Spotify or on iTunes, make sure to follow it. I also have it on YouTube as well. The YouTube channel is the Raiders Z Podcast. You just search it up and. You'll be there, man. You'll be the first channel that you'll find. Like I said, if you did enjoy the podcast, recommend it to one of your friends, your neighbor. Maybe they'll enjoy it as well, as much as you do. If you like hearing more about horror, then yeah, man, just recommend it to them. Anyways, guys, that is it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, guys, take care and live to the fullest. Bye.